Hello, what's up? You're very welcome back to the podcast. It's me, your host, Nathan McAloon. Not sure if you missed me. <laughs> you probably didn't, but I'm back with a bang. New year, new me, new podcast. Um, just a quick announcement before I get into the to the details and get down to the bare bones of what this podcast is going to be all about. Uh, took a break from the podcast, <laughs> an extended sabbatical last year. I think I, I said... Uh, I was going for a break in March and I'm only coming back now. So, um, back with a bang, back with a new, fresh approach to how podcasts are going to be run on this. And um, a little bit less apologetic for having an opinion, being a bit more authentic and speaking what I believe to be the truth. And of course, not everyone will agree with me. If you do agree with me, great. If you don't agree with me, great. Maybe the podcast isn't for you then. But also, there's a lot to be learned from people having differences of opinions, and not everyone's opinion has to be the same, because if it was, it'd be a very fucking boring world to be living in. So, that's a little bit about what the approach of the podcast is going to be going forward. If you do have any suggestions, recommendations, and stuff like that, please do send them in. I will check them out. I might not take them on board, but I'll definitely check them out in the first place. So yeah, definitely let me know about that. So the podcast is about New Year, New Me. And the bollocksology that goes with it. So many people go out with this opinion or this agenda every single year. New year, new me. This is going to be my year. Yeah, you said the exact same thing for the last fucking five years and nothing's changed. But you know why nothing's changed? Because nothing will change if you don't change. You're in control of your own life. And if you want to have a positive change in your life, you need to start trying new things. You need to start going out there and taking action behind all these good intentions that you have. Because if you don't take any action, that intention will always remain an intention. And that's all well and good, but that will never never then transpire into an actual positive, meaningful impact into your life. So this is what the podcast is going to be all about. And hopefully kind of try and look through all the various different reasons why people has set out with these great intentions but then never fully deliver on them and trying to look at the pitfalls that you could fall into so that you can hopefully present yourself and f- prevent yourself from falling into them then uh, in actual practice so i'm going to share these opinions and thoughts they may not be totally totally incumbent of everything that's out there but it'll definitely be a starting point and a building block for you then to go and take and run away with and hopefully achieve all you want to achieve this year because this is what the podcast is all about as corny and cringy as it might sound empowering you to make a positive change today for a better tomorrow and a lot of small changes can add up to make a big big difference (laughs) all right let's get into it then so i think with regards to people's new year's resolutions and stuff great intentions to begin with motivated beyond belief everyone's on the same page there's kind of a collective togetherness with regards to this Uh, ambition and desire to go out and have all of these new year's resolutions come to fruition but it quickly dwindles and falls away well first of all one of the reasons why is because well ah fuck it i can't start on a you know i have to wait until a monday can't start on a tuesday can't start on a wednesday people are hung over after the kind of christmas period and the New Year's celebrations, and then they're like, ah, look, I need a fucking another week to kind of get myself, you know, in check and get myself in the right frame of mind to go out and get, go out and achieve all these things that I've set out to do. But that week then becomes two weeks, three weeks, and then you say, ah, fuck it now, it's too late now, I won't even bother. My New Year's resolution's gone out the window before it even started. So that's definitely, 
a fundamental flaw with some people's approach to kind of the New Year's resolution. Well, first of all, they believe that you have to go from zero to 100 and say, oh, well, yeah, no, look, my routine was shit last year, so I'm going to totally change it. I'm going to totally upend it and flip it on its head, and I'm going to be so, so, so different now this year. That's just simply uh, unrealistic. And I think I'm going to get into kind of goal setting in, in later on the podcast and talk through exactly how you should go about setting your goals and ensuring that you've got goals that are set out with the right foundations that you can build on and something that won't just dwindle away like a fart in the wind um, and something that you can actually follow through <laughs> follow through on. <laughs> Hope you don't fucking go following through uh, on a fart, uh, a fart in the window. Um, that wouldn't be pleasant for anyone. Um, but anyway... So, with regards to the goals and with regards to that, that collective togetherness, I think that can be both a positive and a negative because I suppose there is that sense of community, there is that sense of togetherness and there is that sense of almost a bit of accountability as well because I think accountability is definitely something that people struggle with and I, I did a TikTok on this. If you don't follow me on TikTok, do drop me a follow, ladvice.ie, fucking influencer central over there um but yeah i think um the accountability piece is something that we fall down on and it's actually something that it's quite a sad reflection of the way that we kind of have this uh, relationship with ourselves um but i can you know totally see how it how it um happens in the actual reality of it. i'd be guilty of it myself as well hold me hands up on that one but it's like I was talking to someone there the other week and I was like, oh, I've, I'm going to meet my friend in the gym tomorrow morning and I'm going at six o'clock or I'm going to half six. But they, that might, because my friend is going with me, that will force me to go and it'll make me be there. So if you've made a commitment to someone external to you, you've made a, a commitment to your friend, the likelihood that you will keep that commitment to them is far greater than you, the likelihood that you will keep that commitment to yourself. Why is that? Why, why do we so easily um, break the promises and the commitments that we make to ourselves but would be a lot less comfortable make, uh, breaking those commitments that we've made to someone else. I'll tell you a couple of reasons why I think that is the case. Well, it's a lot easier to make up excuses and talk about all the reasons why we can't or why we shouldn't or why it's not the best time to do something um, to ourselves because no one's there, no one else is there to call you out on your bullshit. No one else is there to say, ah, hang on a minute, mate, that's not true. So, when we make these excuses to ourselves, we need to be really, really honest with ourselves and we need to be um, transparent with ourselves and say, well, is this an excuse? Is this a, a real excuse or is it just a, a bullshit bollocks excuse that I'm trying to say to make myself feel better about not doing what I know I should do? Um, and then when we start to get real with ourselves, we, we actually start to then try and sift through the bullshit that we're telling ourselves and actually bring about the reality of the situation and then maybe it's time to actually look at the goal or the objective that you set yourself and look at the reasons why you've said it because I think the, the like a fundamental of following through with goals and maintaining that sense of motivation which again is another area that needs to be discussed in this um, because people say I just don't have the motivation that's another fucking excuse but we need to get into that in later on in this in this uh, podcast as well but yeah, the, the accountability piece, you know, we let ourselves down. So, it, yeah, we can just accept these excuses that we say 
to be tr- to be true without any question because there's no one else there to listen. And also then as well, when we begin into that mode of making up excuses and kind of putting things off, it becomes this bigger task and it becomes this kind of thing of, oh, fuck, no, yeah, that's a big deal now and you really need to do that, but I've not done it for ages. And it becomes daunting and it becomes um, a much bigger deal than it would have been initially if we just had went and done it in the first place. Um, and it can also become a default response or a default um kind of line of thinking or thought process of oh yeah no definitely gonna go to the gym tomorrow at six and you kind of nearly fucking laugh to yourself as you're saying it saying no there's definitely no chance i'm gonna do it um and then it comes around to six o'clock in the morning then and you wake up uh, the alarm goes off and you say oh fuck i'd rather another five minutes in bed another five minutes in bed you hit the snooze and you eventually say do you know what fuck it i'm not gonna bother today i'll do it again tomorrow and it just becomes a vicious cycle of I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow. And similar enough to this whole thing of wanting to be in the right headspace and wanting to be having the perfect conditions to actually then go and achieve the the um, New Year's resolutions that you've set out. We look, we, we you know, we, we kind of get into this thing of next week, or sorry, tomorrow becomes next week, next week becomes next month, and it just never fucking happens again. No action means the, the good intentions remain intentions, and that's all well and good, but it's not going to actually develop into really anything so yeah i think that personal accountability piece is really really important and maybe if you are someone who struggles with that sense of commitment and that sense of get up and go driven motivated uh, disciplined kind of decision making maybe it is good to try and have an accountability buddy that you have um, a shared goal or a common interest with and you both then set out on this uh, journey towards achieving what you want to do within that space. Maybe it is in the health and, health and fitness space and going to the gym or getting out and being more active, going for walks and stuff. That's a good way to actually have not only a social interaction, but also um, someone who is going to keep you accountable. I think that's really, really important. And I think that's actually one of the fundamental parts of a personal trainer's job is to hold people accountable. Not only for showing up on any given day to do a personal training workout, but also with regards to like the nutrition, the calories at the intake and stuff like that. And I think that's really, really important aspect of that of a personal trainer's job. I think a lot of them will, will tell you that as well. Half their job is just turning up and making sure that the other person turns up as well. So that's really, really important. I talked about motivation there as well. And motivation is it's brilliant when you are motivated, but when you're not motivated, it's almost like a bit of a chicken and an egg scenario um, and also a bit of a, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say a misconception or a, a fad, but almost in a certain sense because, well, you're just simply not going to be motivated every day. We're all going to have days where we don't really feel like it, but it's not what you do on a daily basis that it's not what you do on any one given day that matters like if I turn up and go to the gym on a Monday and have the greatest gym session ever but then don't go to the gym for the remainder of the week and I'm not using a gym uh, analogy for a lot of this but I think it's probably the most um, relatable or popular um, resolution and also one that is a good analogy and it kind of it's applicable to a lot of other things in life. It's just a really good example to kind of run through. So yeah, if I go to the gym on Monday and have the greatest session ever, but then don't go for the remainder of the week, that, that session on Monday was, okay, it was somewhat beneficial, but it's a lot less beneficial than what it would have been if I had it continued consistently with that. So it's not really what you do on the days with that you feel like that matters. It's the days that you don't feel like doing something, but you remain disciplined and committed to that goal and to yourself to actually go out, get up and do the thing that you might not want to do, but you know is going to be good for you in the long run. So 
like with that one, it's kind of um, the way that I describe it is feeling based decisions versus value based decisions. So the scent, the feeling piece. Um, I went through this thing of oh, I want to get up at six o'clock and I want to get to the gym for half six. Well, when I wake up at six o'clock in the morning, I'm tired. Oh, the alarm's going off and I'm saying, oh, fuck this. I want to go back to bed, roll over, hit the snooze button or knock, knock the alarm off and set it back for another two hours. I'll get up, get up then. I'll just skip the gym today. That's a feeling based decision because at the, in that, in that moment, we don't feel like doing it. It's not something that's desirable. It's not something that I really have a whole lot of desire to get up, get out and get at things. So that's a feeling based decision to stay in bed and just say, oh, fuck, I won't bother. But the value-based decision there would be, um, well, I value lots of different things in my life. So I value uh, honesty, integrity, health, fitness, financial well-being, um, a personal commitment to myself, um, loads of different things. I've got a lot of values that, that kind of make me who I am. What we value in life and what we are interested in and the kind of things that we deem to be important collectively come together and mean that that's the kind of the opinions and the views and and um, the way that we interact with the world is, is kind of a, a very intertwined with our values so like again back to the gym scenario if I had a value of health and fitness but I got up at six o'clock in the morning I was like ah fuck this can't be arsed your value-based decision in that scenario would be I value my health I value my fitness this is all going to contribute to my well-being as a, as a whole, both mentally and physically. So therefore, I am going to get up out of bed, even though I, I, I couldn't be arsed. But I'm going to make that commitment to myself. I'm going to make the value-based decision in that moment. And I'm not going to hit snooze. I'm going to get up, get out, I'm going to get at it. So that, that's really, really important. And that intertwines with the whole thing of the motivation, but discipline. Discipline is more important than motivation. Like I said, it's about what we do consistently that matters most not when, on when the days will be turned up and we feel like doing something because that will only get you so far in life or with regards to pursuing your goals so that sense of consistency is really really important um i did touch on mo- uh, sorry momentum and uh, there a little bit and momentum is <clears throat> something that i believe can go both ways because if let's say this is why sometimes the I talked about the routine and I want, you know, you want to flip it on its head. You want to make it so much different to what it was. Momentum there is really, really important. And we can build up a negative momentum or you can build up a positive momentum. Maybe we didn't ha- we had no momentum whatsoever coming into the year because the, the kind of silly season Christmas is, is time where, you know, a lot of people kind of push to the side all of the stuff that they've been chasing or all the things that they wanted to achieve and stuff and maybe they've said off and do you know what it's fucking dead right as well you need to have time off you need to have balance you need to have um a break and you need to find this kind of balance between uh enjoyment pursuit of personal goals and ambitions and just looking after yourself in general as well so i think that is really important to have that bit of time to blow out and and let off steam and everything else um but the momentum of that so you've got no momentum coming into the year and then you expect yourself to hit the ground running and just go flick of a switch totally change things that's not going to happen either so you need to build up momentum there and 
with regards to changing the routine. So it's about kind of going and changing things gradually, making sure that it's a, a sustainable change that you're implementing into your routine and your habits and, and into your life. So that sustainability is really important because it's great if you can do it for, for a month, two months, three three months you're doing quite well and you're probably built up built it up to a stage where it is a habit then and you will stick with it but it's no good just being a flash in the pan and 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 you know that thing is is, is gone very very quickly so um to build up the momentum maybe we want to gradually implement these small changes uh, throughout the day so it's maybe with regards to the gym maybe you weren't going to the gym whatsoever maybe you want to go and go start saying well actually i've never I, I used to go to the gym zero times a week so now i'm going to actually implement and start off with three days a week that is a uh, that's a reasonable commitment it still allows you to have a you know balance within your life and it's still it's not going to be a shock to the system of saying oh fuck no this is torture i don't like this and that will ultimately uh, ultimately um result in you quitting and quitting not only on yourself or not only on your on your commitment to the gym but commitment or the commitment that you've made to yourself as well you're quitting on the goals and the objectives that you're setting out for yourself and that's not a good thing sometimes quitting can be a good thing and i'll talk about that another day i think i could do, do a podcast on, uh, on its own maybe that'll be the next one um let me know what you want me to talk about in the next one but um, the momentum piece. So you want to build up the positive momentum where you're gradually doing things. And then like all of these decisions and stuff, they all become a lot easier because you've built up this confidence within yourself that you know that when you say you're going to do something, you deliver on it. Um, so that's really, really, really important. Um, so next up, the potential, uh, about re- like reaching your potential. We all have potential, but uh, what will determine whether we reach that potential or not is how we treat ourselves on the journey towards it. So, like with this whole thing, and you know, I'm being very stern, very kind of, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to do it. And to be honest, you don't need to do any of it, but I'm just sharing my thoughts, my opinions on it. And I think it would be beneficial if you did try and go and try it at least, because you don't know... If you don't try something, you won't know if it's good for you or if you like it or anything like that. So, um, yeah, how you treat yourself on the way or on the journey towards reaching your potential is really, really important. And you don't want to be too self-critical. You don't want to be hyper self-critical. Um, but then again, you don't want to be too um, lackadaisical with yourself either and saying, ah, don't worry about it. Like, yeah, that's grand because we will have days where we don't want to do something and you can take the day off here and there. But it's important to not make that become a habit and ruin your momentum. The momentum then becomes a negative momentum. Um, so it's it's kind of trying to find that balance between a self-awareness with yourself and a self-love and then being able to kind of look at your, your daily habits, your routines, your characteristics, your traits, and look at them in a... In a to analyze them and be critical, but not be, um, not be, uh, co- to be constructive with that criticism as opposed to being, um, uh, I don't know what the other word is, but the opposite of constructive, destructive with that criticism, um, would be, would be the way to go about it. Um, because I think an act of, so the whole thing of self-awareness and self-love, well, actually to, analyze and look at things that you can improve on and be better in is an act of self-love in itself because then you are you are enabling yourself to become aware of potential problems or weaknesses or aspects of your life that you could do better in and then by actually putting the action behind them 
you're implementing it and it's going to res- result in a, a positive change for you and in into the lives of other people that you uh, that you meet as well so i think that's really really important and um yeah massively uh encourage people to kind of have that um relationship with themselves and i think i've spoken about this previously uh, on another podcast i won't go into the detail of it too much because i don't want to bang on it about it uh for too long i think it's something that i could talk about for uh, an extended period of time that kind of relationship with yourself and it's all kind of you know intertwined it's a one-to-one kind of kind of conversation that needs to be had there and I do find that that sometimes that would have been a challenge in the past is the one-to-one kind of um dynamic of a conversation is a lot easier to kind of manage because I can see someone's body language I can see the way that they're responding and then um, I can then kind of manage my communication back to them in such a way that isn't uh, that is more complementary to the situation or circumstance. So that's something I definitely find difficult with the podcast. But like I said this year, I'm going to say fuck it. I'm going to just speak honestly. I'm going to speak authentically. And if you like it, great. If you don't, great. Uh, maybe it's not for you. And uh, I do open people up to challenge me. But remember that this is being said with no instant feedback or response. And um, yeah, that's it, right? I'm um, kind of being a bit apologetic there and need to stop doing that. So let's rock on to the next thing. So the next thing is about your actual goal setting and um, how you should set your goals. So I'm sure people have heard of this before or maybe you haven't and maybe you're new to it. So there's an acronym that all goals should follow and it's SMART. S-M-A-R-T. <laughs> SMART. Very smart. Uh, being able to spell that. Not really. Terrible joke. Moving on. Um, smart. So the first, the first letter of that letter S stands for specific. So your goals need to be specific. And the reason that they need to be specific is so that you can actually kind of, uh, really establish what it is that you're setting out to achieve. So, you know, specifics, well, I want to improve my health and fitness, that's not very specific. It's um, really open to interpretation and it could easily be fulfilled by, you know, one criteria or another. And then you don't really know what the actual, you don't really know what the actual success of that looks like then because you've kind of let it, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's very much a blurred line. So instead, with regards to the, the health and fitness goal, continuing on that trend maybe my goal is that um and this kind of fulfills a lot of criteria that that follow this is well i want to improve my um stamina uh, with regards to um cardio activities so that could be walking jogging could be fucking swimming either it could but basically in in order to improve my cardiovascular performance and again that's fucking uh maybe a bit over orchestrated but it's, it's important to get down to the details of it because the health and fitness goal could easily be i want to improve my um strength in the gym i'm i'm looking at the camera here when i'm doing this and i'm fucking tensing my muscles i am back in the gym and it feels great to be back in the gym and uh, really really something that i look forward to now every day uh well most days anyway um, so yeah, it's important to be specific with it, but I'm going to actually just list out a goal in its entirety um, for this so that we can kind of use the example as we go through each of them. Um, so 
I um, want to, and I'm going to change it up, and it's going to be with regards to finances, because I do think that's something that everyone should kind of uh, look towards, because I do think financial stability and, um, you know, having wealth is an important aspect of life, not only in a sense that um, having money in the bank is, is, is nice to look at, or you can spend it on nice things, but it's also with regards to, like, um, your ability to... Um, Live a little bit less stress, or a bit little. Live a little bit more stress free, because I think with regards to finances and stuff, when finances are tight and problems and issues arise, it can be a lot more difficult and challenging to try and pull together your resources if you, the resources aren't there to pull together in the first place. So I do think that if you are in a steady job, um, that you have the ability to try and put away some savings, it would be a really, really good um, decision to make uh, in your late teens, early 20s, and continuing on uh, where possible. I understand people's circumstances and stuff are different, but it's something that I definitely uh, try to remain strict on. <laughs> but I let loose a little bit last year and didn't uh, didn't save so much towards the end of the year because I was too busy enjoying myself. So by the end of the year, I want to build up a savings account that has, starting off with zero, has let's say 12,000 in the bank and if we don't if you think 12,000 in the bank is too much that's 1,000 a month or 250 euro a week some people that is unrealistic so we could even cut that in half and that would mean that it's um 500 a month which would be 125 a week i think um 5125 yeah 125 a week that might be more realistic for some people. So 500 euro a month and then 500 euro a month would equal to 6,000 in the year, maths. Anyway, um, so with that one then, so I want to be able to save 6,000 over the course of the year and that's it really. So that is specific. I have a specific number and I have a specific objective of saving money. Uh, the next thing is, so smart SM. The M stands for measurable. So again, this is measurable. I'm starting with zero. I want to end up with 6,000. Bob's your uncle, Mary's your auntie. Um, so there's the measurable piece. And then the next piece is A. So that's achievable. So again, it has to be realistic to you. And it has to be something that you're not setting yourself up to fail before you've even started. So like I said, for some people, something that is achievable might be 12,000. Other people might be able to save more. Some people might be able to save less. But make sure that the number or the figure that you've set out for yourself is achievable to begin with. Otherwise, you're going to be fighting a losing battle and your motivation and your commitment to progressing things when you know you're going to fail is going to be um, a lot less than what it would be if it was realistic. It's more maintainable. It's more sustainable. And that's what this is all about, trying to implement sustainable changes that will have a positive impact into your life in the long run, because it's not about quick wins. Quick wins are all well and good, but long term, we need to play the long game. Um, so the next one, that was achievable. The next one is realistic, or sorry, the next one is or. And a lot of people say that this should be called realistic. I don't use realistic because realistic is very similar to the achievable piece. If it's realistic, then it is achievable. And if it's achievable, then it is realistic. So I use rational. Um, and the reason that I would say rational is because 
um, the rationale or the reason, it's the reason why, because the reason why is so important when we set out to do these things. And, and the reason why is what will keep you going on the days that you aren't motivated. So I think rational is fantastic change into this and i'm gonna claim it as as i'm the one that's come up with it because i've never seen it anywhere else um trademark that so rational so the re the the rationale behind me saving the six thousand a month or six thousand a month that would be nice six thousand a year or twelve thousand a year would potentially be well it could easily be just um that you want to save up money and have it there in case you know something does happen that you need to have a bit of a nest egg a bit of a safety net or it could be working towards a, a more long-term objective and goal which is maybe split out over the course of five years and let's say that is to save up for a mortgage i know that the mortgage thing is is a difficult task and the house prices and the uh, the, the housing crisis at the moment in dublin in particular and across, i suppose across the whole of ireland but especially in dublin is something that people are struggling with i did do a podcast before it's with um mortgage broker michael cullahan um, and they are called off oh, Fuck, I need to try and remember what the actual name of the brokers was. Anyway, I'll leave the link to that in the description below and you can check it out. There's some really good insights there into the world of mortgages. But anyway, the rationale. Yeah, it might be to try and contribute towards a more long-term goal and that's uh, achieving or obtaining a mortgage so you can buy a house, which is um, really important for your future, I suppose. Um, and having that, that place that you can call your own. Uh, and then the last, the last one then is T, which stands for timely. So it has to be time constrained. We can't just say, uh, I want to improve my health and fitness or I want to save up 12 grand. Well, if I want to save 12 grand or if I want to save up six grand, say, oh, I want to save up six grand. You could save up six grand over the course of five years and you've still achieved your goal, but it's it's over a significant period of time which almost makes the goal in itself redundant um or the actual positive impact of it is is a lot less significant than what it would be if you had a time box and then um, set out strategically like that so there you are smart goals s-m-a-r-t specific measurable achievable rational and timely there you go boom and you know what this is probably one of the first times that I've ever recorded a podcast. I've not had to fucking edit one bit. I've not had to change my words. I've not had to crop bits out. I've not had to second guess myself. I've not had to pause it in the middle. I've not had to do anything. I've just came on. I've spoke. I spat it all out there. Hopefully it's enjoyable. Hopefully it's beneficial. If it has been, please do give it a like. Give it a share. Actually, you know, I don't give a fuck if you give it a like or a share because that's what this is all about this year. I'm going to put it up. If it goes well, it goes well. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But it'll be a lot better than what it would have been if it just stayed inside my head because if I don't give this, give it a chance, then there is no chance for it to be good at all. So, you know, it's better to try something and fail than not try at all. I'm going to leave you with that. I love you and leave you. As always, peace.